I'm Vesh Gopalakrishnan, and this is the Manageable Podcast, where we have in-depth conversations with students, faculty, staff, and alumni to give you a comprehensive picture into the life at University at Buffalo's School of Management. In today's episode, we speak with Nazia Taslim, a student in UB's full-time MBA program from Madhya Pradesh, India. In our conversation, we talk about her passion for consulting, past work experience, and how the UB full-time MBA program is an ideal fit for experienced professionals looking to further their education. Nazia, welcome to the show. Thank you so much, Vish, for having me. It's a pleasure to be here. Yeah, glad to have you. And I'm so glad that we're finally able to get to this. I know we've been trying to uh, make this happen for a while. Um, now, you know, in our research for this, I, I didn't realize that you were from the same part of India that I was originally from. Um, now that you have almost completed two years in, in Buffalo, um, what did you miss the most about your home during your time here? Oh, my God. So you are from Madhya Pradesh, too? Yeah, I'm actually, I think, pretty close to where you are from. That is amazing, Vish. So that goes without saying, right? Both of us are missing our poha and jalebi because that is a staple <laughs> breakfast. Right. For those those uh, listeners who don't know, poha is a rice-based dish. Uh, it's a breakfast food. And jalebi is a sweet, um, kind of like a, you know, I, I don't know how to describe a jalebi. It's, it's basically sugar syrup that's been deep fried. Um, and it's delicious. <laughs> Um, and, it's a and delicacy. Now yeah. I I don't have the cooking skills to actually make it myself, but oh my goodness, I wish I did. <laughs> You're always welcome at my place, Vish. I've learned to cook a little bit from the time I have moved here, and I think I've been able to better myself over the time. So you're mm -hmm. more than welcome. I'll be happy to make some poha and jalebi for you. Okay, so poha and jalebi food in general, obviously. Um, what else? So, of course, you know, the flora and fauna is pretty different in both the countries. Um, I, being an asthmatic, I love being in Buffalo. I can breathe so much better. But of course, mm -hmm. you know, I miss family, friends, uh, the street food. Um, those are the things that make me nostalgic. But, but other than that, I think Buffalo is a fantastic place to be. Uh, it gives you enough time, especially given the pace of the city. You have enough time to have a look at yourself, introspect, study, think more about broader vision, goals for the life. So I think mm -hmm. it's all in yeah, all a beautiful experience. I'm glad you mentioned the pace of the city. It is. It's interesting because Buffalo is a big town, 350,000 people. It's not small by American standards, but it feels like yes. a small town. Um, primarily because I think people are kind of nice and, and uh, you know, it, it, it is a, it has a small time feel to it, but it has everything that a big town would have. Um, you mentioned street food. Now, now, although Buffalo does have a great Indian and Asian, you know, restaurant scene um, and, a, and a bubbling international food scene in general, I know you are an excellent cook and I have had some of your uh, <laughs> kick-ass biryani and chicken dishes uh, in, in the past. Um, how did this love for cooking start? Like, how did it begin? Why did you start focusing on cooking? And a follow up on that. What is your favorite like Indian restaurant that you've tried in Buffalo? <laughs> okay, so I think necessity is the mother of invention. So when I moved here, I realized that, you know, I have no other option but to cook. Mm -hmm. Because food for me is therapeutic. I need to have the food that we usually have at home 
to feel grounded and emotionally stable and this is also something that i discovered about my own self here that you know i'm a little restless because you know i do not get to have that food that gives me satisfaction so you know some very light dal and rice or you know some curry or something i thought you know this is something that's going to make me feel a little better so i started cooking not that i did not know how to cook at all but cooking is an acquired skill you know you become better with practice uh and hence you know i started cooking i did not get a lot of time back at home to learn because i studied from a boarding school um but yeah i got a chance i started making and more than anything it's a people everyone was so appreciative of what i cooked and right. that gave me a lot of enthusiasm i was like oh my god something i'm doing is working because people seem to love it and also thanks to leader core another thing that i discovered about myself is that my love language is food that is how i express myself mm-hmm. you know if i love someone if i like someone and if i want to you know show my affection or respect i'll cook right you know so so yeah i think you know that is how uh, it happened for me and food in indian households as you know is a big part of our lives at mm-hmm. breakfast we talk about what is it that we're going to have for lunch and then at lunch we talk about dinner right. so of course food is very <laughs> important right buffalo as you know has some amazing restaurants as you asked one place that i love the most and which i um you know to all our audience here i'd like to suggest give it a shot is the buffalo little lamb and they have this amazing hot pot scene going on okay and you have huge screens sports is playing and it's it's an amazing experience so it's a must right. i i definitely have to try that i i don't think i've i've ever been to that place um you know all this food talk is making me super hungry and and it's interesting you mentioned leader core briefly there um so so just a quick follow up on that um what is leader core and uh uh you know how did how did the leader core journey um make you discover the fact that your love language is food <laughs> thank you that's that's a beautiful question so when i was taking a decision to come uh, to ub for mba one of the primary reasons why i selected the school was because of the leader core program mm-hmm. with substantial years of experience that i already have wish i realized that at the end of the day no matter what your job role is you, you will get the required functional skills right if you are delivering sooner or later all of us are going to even out in terms of what we deliver as a deliverable however it is these finer things and finer nuances that differentiate us from the others at workplace right and these finer things are nothing but these soft skills behavioral skills i would also go on to say psychological skills in terms of how mature are we to be able to understand the other person his or her thought process what mm-hmm. works for them how to get the best not only out of them but out of our own selves as well right and i knew it because i already have enough experience to know that you know if a job requires xyz functional skills of course sooner or later everyone will have it Right. right and i've also i also think i've been fortunate enough to have mentors who've really helped me grow in life and i realized that you know it is important to be that change agent or that catalyst in other people's life right mm-hmm. so no growth is beautiful unless people grow together and that's mm-hmm. why leader core what leader core it is a program wherein you take a very in depth 
you know, deep dive into your own self to understand who you are as a person, what mm-hmm. works for you, how do you express yourself, what are some of the preconceived notions that you carry, what are some of the inhibitions and the shackles that you need to let go of well, to be able to be a better person, a better teammate, a better leader, a well, better citizen, a better human being. Mm-hmm. So, you know, pretty much about self-awareness and also awareness about what are some of the things that people value the most and how can mm-hmm. we get the best out of them? You know, that's leader core, in my opinion. I don't think I've ever heard a, a more beautiful and poetic description of leader core. Um, it comes oh, up every, you. Uh, you know, once in a while on these conversations that I have with students. Um, but that is such a wonderful way to describe it, that it is a, it's almost like a journey in self-discovery and uh, they have strategic interventions planned that help you do that. Um, and it's it's such a great thing that you discovered this wonderful thing about you, uh, and and uh, you know, that's the whole point of the the program. So apart from food and and the food scene in Buffalo, right? Um, there's also a lot of other things that the city offers. And one of the things that I like is that it offers a lot of outdoor activities, uh, even during cold winter months. Um, what has been in the two years that you've spent here? Uh, what have been your favorite outdoor things to do in and around Buffalo? So wish Buffalo has a beautiful theater scene going on. Wow, yeah. okay. Yeah. And if you're someone who's into theater and arts and also into comedy, you must check out because something or the other is always playing. I remember last year um, with two of my friends, we went downtown to attend a, um, you know, a live comedy show and it was amazing. Right. You know, there was there was a program, food, laughter, interaction with people. And, and, you know, people at Buffalo are extremely, exceptionally warm mm-hmm. and uh, welcoming. So you never feel that you're meeting someone for the first time. So that's how you go on, you know, just I think the most beautiful part about Buffalo is you go out, strike a conversation with anyone, irrespective of where you are, and people are more than happy to talk. So, right. yeah. So those are a few things. Also, I realized, me being me, I love to explore things. And I'll let you in on a secret. Mm-hmm. So I thought, what a better way would it be for me to explore the city than to take a chance on the luck? So I would take the stampede, go to South Campus, go to right. University Station, get down to the NFTA like uh, bus, and I would tell myself, I'll board the third bus that comes and get down wow. at the fourth station it does, and so on and so forth. And oh, this that's, that's incredible. That's such an exciting thing. way to, right? Yeah, that's an exciting way to, to kind, kind of, of get to know a new city. Yeah. I know this is a little silly too, but you know, it's, it's like a destiny game, right? You just want to see where does it take you. And wow. this is a silly thing I used to do back in Delhi too. Uh, but then, you know, on a Saturday, when you, you know, want to just explore. And I think you explore the best when you do not have things planned. Just yeah. let the destiny take you wherever you're supposed to. Yeah, that's, that's again, like all your answers today are extremely poetic and, and well thought out. That I appreciate that a lot. <laughs> you know, I didn't realize that Buffalo has such a burgeoning theater scene. I, I wish I had discovered that earlier. Um, I love love to be outside. I like trekking. doesn't matter if it's raining or snowing or summertime. I, I love being outside. Um, so that's certainly something that I, I like to do. One thing that um, 
maybe a little difficult for international students, um, especially international students, but it's certainly difficult for a lot of domestic students moving to Buffalo is the weather. Um, it can get pretty damn cold here. Mm -hmm. um, so so speaking of the weather, how was how was your first experience of a Buffalo winter? Wow. <laughs> so there's again a memory. I remember the first time it snowed, we were back at home. It was around 7.30 in the evening. And I was thrilled, exhilarated. Mm -hmm. Because, you know, the country we come from, especially the part of the country that we come from, it doesn't snow, right? Mm -hmm. And it was surreal. So beautiful. I made videos, sent it back home. And then, you know, the whole, the scene of snow, snowfall in Buffalo uh, changed for me because it started snowing and it would snow every day. Mm -hmm. And how much are you <laughs> going to enjoy? You have exams. I remember it was one of our accounting exams morning at 8 a.m. And it was snowing real bad. And my hands were stiff. And I'm like, how am I going to write this exam? So <laughs> it is that, but... But you know how it is, right? But you got to learn to embrace the winters. And I remember some of my corporate champion team members were like, you don't know what is it that's going to hit you. Nasya. When in Game of Thrones, they say winter is coming. They're talking about Buffalo. <laughs> <laughs> right. and, and they were right, right? So, yeah. But I think um, it's beautiful in its own way, especially if you... Uh, around the window, just take a minute or two every other day and see how the color changes. Because I think personally, Buffalo has one of the most beautiful sunsets in the world. Mm -hmm. It right. is beautiful, incredible colors. And these colors also keep changing as the weather changes, you know, right. from from orange hues to purple to to blues or whatever. So it's, it's really beautiful. Right. Um, Coping up with it is something which you have to learn because, again, if you come from a country with a lot of sun, emotionally it can be daunting. You know, uh -huh. it, it can get a little dark. So you have to understand what is it that keeps you warm? What is it that keeps you um, happy in terms of, you know, surroundings? So personally, what I did is I, I got some floral curtains. Mm -hmm. to hang in the room i installed some extra lights a little bit of color here and mm -hmm. there dash of color so that you know it it's not very white and it's not very impressive so that right. is something that worked for me and i also i mean of course in india every day we have incense stick being born morning right right um and that is primarily also because of our spiritual and religious belief Mm -hmm. But once you you are away from home, you forget these things. But then again, one thing very small um, is lighting these scented candles, right. especially during winters. So yeah. make yourself a nice, cozy environment, colorful music, have some candles, have some nice hot chocolate or something, right. because it can get dark and daunting. You know, yeah. again, like I said, it's your own journey. What works for you is completely unique figure it out right yeah i think uh what works for me is definitely keeping my my surroundings bright um so i i yeah. have a lot of light in my room um and i you know it becomes kind of like my i don't think man cave is the right way to say it but but it, it becomes my <laughs> like sanctuary right it becomes the place that i look forward to go to after a cold uh, outing yeah. outside 
um, or, or going to class. Um, you know, Buffalo Winters are Vish, absolutely- I'll just, yeah. yeah, I also wanted to tell you, do you remember the time when Matt had, you know, invited us uh, to his place and he had this amazing cider drink uh-huh. Like apple cider, the hot one. Oh my god! Right. Um. Uh. I don't oh remember god. who made that, but but it was absolutely delicious. For the listeners who don't don't know the you know a little bit of context here, Matt is a a friend of ours, uh, another you know peer in the MBA program. He's a local uh, Buffalo resident. Uh, he has a beautiful house here um, with a, a, a gorgeous garden in a, in a backyard and and a fire pit. Beautiful. And it, it oftentimes uh, you'd find, you know, after a stressful exam or uh, a midterm season, um, people would <laughs> head out there uh, on Grand Island and, and just have a, a good time. So it definitely helps to have, you know, friends who are locals who understand how to to, to handle the winter. And the cider is, is one great example. Um, let's uh, talk a little bit more about your experience in the MBA program. Uh, we can talk about Buffalo for, for hours for sure. Um, you know, especially Absolutely. as someone with with excellent prior work experience, let's start with your favorite classes. What what have been some of your favorite classes in the program, and and why? Wow. So, classes which had lots of case studies were the classes that I loved the most because, uh, like I said, if you have substantial years of experience under your belt, there are few things about business that you already understand. And mm-hmm. concepts that you've already, you know, used in, in, in life practically. So it's very interesting how the case studies are approached and, you know, broken down and solved. So I think for me, the classes that I enjoyed the most, of course, one of them was Professor Main's OB because it was fun. It was one of the classes all of us look forward to. The mm-hmm. next one was um, Operations Management by Professor mm-hmm. Suresh Nalan. I think it's an incredible course. It's incredible. And his style of teaching is also amazing. You know, Uh, another one that I really loved was advertising. Mm -hmm. Because you were there in the class with me, right? So it's, it's, yeah, I, I loved what the content of the course was. But I also love that all of us got to work on a live project. So we chose a dying brand and we prepared a campaign to revive it. We literally created an advertisement and it was Mm -hmm. so much of fun and so much of learning because you know how it is, right? Those 10, 15 seconds or 30 seconds of ad takes so much amount of work. So it's beautiful, you know? Yeah. Yeah. um, uh, As an industry professional who came from advertising and marketing, that class for me was a, a great refresher of the fundamentals of business. Uh, we learned yeah. a lot about the history of advertising, how uh, the field has evolved. Um, and then at the end, we were all allowed to, uh, you know, as I said, create a, a comprehensive integrated marketing campaign uh, using multiple different sources. We could create an app if you wanted to, website if you wanted to, advertisements, print ads. Um, and uh, it was interesting to just see how the depth of understanding and the depth of detail with which people came up with creative ideas on, on solving. I remember you your team did uh, a presentation on Revlon um, and the visuals were stunning. I was like, I didn't know we had graphic designers in the program because it looked professionally made. It looked like it would be seen in a magazine, which was, you know, incredible. You are being kind, Vish. I know. No, it was was actually really great. And I'm sure the grades reflected (laughs) that. Um, But, um, you know, you, 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 you mentioned having 
you know, work experience as, as a seasoned professional, right? Before coming uh, and, and getting an MBA. Um, tell us uh, a little bit about your previous professional background uh, before coming to the MBA. Well, yeah, sure. So I started my career um, pretty young in life. I just finished my um, master's in planning and entrepreneurship. And I joined a technology firm back at home in India. And I was one of the fortunate ones to start my career in the corporate field, which means that I was a part of pre-sales and mergers and acquisitions team. And this mm -hmm. is not a very, uh, you know, everyday profile that you get into. But for me, it was re I was really lucky to get into it. And I learned a lot. So from the very first day of my career itself, I learned to look at business in totality. Because we were doing pre-sales, mm -hmm. we had to understand what, the, what our organization was offering in terms of services and what is it that the client needed. And that's how, you know, you always want to make your bid better than the others, like the competitors. So right. you develop a lot of understanding, not only of the organization, but also of the industry, competitors, and what are some of the strategic advantages that you have versus the other firms. And typically Indian um, IT firms give you an experience where you learn a lot, but you end up working really long hours. Right. So I used to work some 14, 16 hours a day. And uh, I, you will be surprised to know that within just two and a half years of experience there, I had worked on 650 opportunities assessment. Oh my sales. God, that is a lot. Yeah, that's crazy. And around 30 mergers and acquisition assessments. So it's, you know, huge. So although it's a lot of hard work, it also comes with a lot of learning, right? Right. From there, I moved on to joining another telecom firm um, as a program manager. But my role was much more than just being the program manager because I was also the solution architect. Uh, mm. I, I, again, feel very fortunate to have found someone, um, a leader who believed in me and told me to understand the whole process and design a program and then implement it. And that's how my journey as a strategy and transformation professional started. I designed the program. We went live within four months. We had 97.4% coverage and it was huge success. I got India Spot Award for that. And that's how my, you know, uh, that's how I found the love and passion for consulting. Mm -hmm. right. you know, I saw that, you know, this is something that I had created. And I implemented it. I could see it happening and it gave me immense satisfaction. That's From incredible. there on, I moved on to joining, a, thank you, joining a, one of the big four consulting mm -hmm. firms. Mm -hmm. and, and I think it was the most amazing time of my career so far because every day I was learning. I'm someone who's very high on life. And if I have something to new to learn every day, I am happy. Right. If you mm -hmm. give me a job, which is very, very easy and which is very mundane, I'll, I'll be in depression, right? right. So I right. need to have something to look forward to, to learn something challenging. And here I was because each and every team member that I had, you know, my peers, they were amazing, fantastic, well-read. Mm -hmm. And that is where I realized that I have this love for technology, because mm -hmm. I was constantly reading about what is it that is new and how can I learn and how can I, you know, use that in my solutions. Mm -hmm. So I was uh, working for one of the big fours uh, in the internal strategy team. Mm -hmm. 
and our team's responsibility was to create a talent strategy which is 3 or 5 years ahead of the industry because mm. basis what we were doing in house the human capital services would go out in the market and sell those right and get business so it was imperative that we are a few years ahead of the curve so i i've worked on over 16 robotics process automation projects six salesforce six sharepoint chatbot which is very close to my heart and is we named named the chatbot as delaney Yeah. Uh-huh. So yeah, and click click view and printing, so on and so forth. So I think some incredible learning there. Uh-huh. Um, uh, post that I ended up joining a firm wherein, uh, you know, I was hired to design a shared services center. But due uh-huh. to some commercial complications within the organization, uh, they did not have the budget for it, and uh-huh. you know, they wanted me to s- somehow suddenly lead the yeah uh, region HR. Uh-huh. and i had you know like four teams reporting into me i had to set up a lot work a lot it was fun but it was in my domain i again ended up joining a banking firm as uh, you know associate vice president uh, strategy right. and transformation so you know. uh you know that is a, an extensive uh work experience right uh, that that you've done so much so many different things 600 plus projects you know and and multiple companies what made you want to pursue a full time mba at this stage in your career right because for most people with that kind of extensive background um uh, an executive mba or maybe even an online mba might have made more sense uh, a full time mba is, yeah. is a break from the work um you are in school full time for 2 years Uh, obviously you know you could have on campus jobs as an international student domestic students don't have that limitation but but it's not the same yeah. as being a working professional full time right so so what was the impetus for deciding to do a full time mba so i would have done this mba say 5 6 years sooner but my mom was critically ill and i mm-hmm. it was a choice for me to be her primary caregiver and do whatever i could till the end so right. it's a little later but again you know see as a person i know that if i want to do something i want to give 100% to it i wanted a full time immersive mm-hmm. mba experience i did not just want to touch the ocean by the tip of my fingers and go no mm-hmm. i wanted mm-hmm. to take a whole deep dive right mm-hmm. because taking a career break i know it's difficult but it is important for me because this was a time that i gave to myself to take a pause look at where am i right now envision a journey further work on my own self in terms of you know learning certifications uh, you know like i said leader core right so i mm-hmm. think as a professional you know i and this is an advice i'd like to tell people every now and then just pause and reminisce what you've done so far of course you know feel proud of it but also take a time to see if you're going in the right direction even if you are how can you you know make this journey more worthwhile because it's not just about reaching to the apex but also consciously living even your professional life you have to live very consciously you know right. it's not like get up in the morning go to work and come back do what you love one third of your life is is you know is your professional life mm. you don't want it to be dull and boring and you don't want it to be a you know burden for you 
Right. So I wanted that. I wanted to take these two years. And so I'm happy to share that I've finished my product owner certification. I'm writing my PMP um, on 15th. I have completed four certifications on sustainability so mm-hmm. far. Uh, I, I'm happy to also share that, you know, our leader court, um, you know, defense also went through and, you know, we got that certification as well. And an MBA, so and made lots of new friends, and you know, learned so much about a new culture. Right. So, what uh, more could you ask for? I, I love the analogy of you know, you didn't want to just dip your toes in the ocean; you wanted to take a deep dive, and and a full time MBA is is the right choice uh, if if that's the intent. Um, that those are great motivations. Um, so thanks for sharing those with us. Um, now, you know, so so you decide that a full time MBA is is the next step. Right. How did you go about selecting the right program for your needs? Um, I know you mentioned leader court in the past, which is a unique thing to UB. But what you know, what were some of the other things that you were considering when selecting the right program? So I literally made an Excel. I assigned weighted averages to the reasons. <laughs> Very scientific. <laughs> I didn't find the program. Very consulting like of you. <laughs> yeah. Right. What else can you expect out of a consultant? So, yeah. So you got to know what your priorities are, what, what's important to you. For me, it was important to come to a school, which is a state school. The country that I come from, private schools do not hold a lot of importance, right? Mm-hmm. And I'm not saying that it's true for across the globe, but it's, it's something that I had in mind. Um, secondly, I wanted to come to a city wh- wherein I'm not just running. I have time to do a lot of introspection. Mm-hmm. Um, and most important reason why I chose UB is, you know, your value for money and mm-hmm. your experience. UB has one of the most seasoned faculty members. Our faculty members are doctorates from uh, big universities, come with exceptional experience, especially if you go and look at, you know, look at the marketing faculties. Mm-hmm. Uh, analytics faculties and you'll be you know you'll be stunned or for that matter operations I was just going through you know some of the research that's happening and it, I think it's incredible so of course you know when you are taking a decision to come to us and um, get your education you want to learn from the best so that mm-hmm. was one of the key reasons why I chose UB and second is I uh, I mean, the kind, the kind of setup in terms of finances that I have that I had to take some of, you know, the student education loan. Right? Mm-hmm. And I did not want to take a loan so humongous upon myself that my whole life just became about returning or paying right. to the bank. Right? Yeah. <laughs> I wanted to choose a school, yeah, wherein I'm getting the best of education. And mm-hmm. I, so the money is not being exalted out of, it's started out of me, right? It's, I think it's one of the best programs in terms of you know what you pay in terms of fees, it is very affordable for somebody like mm-hmm. me. Um, mm-hmm. And I think uh, the value that I'm deriving out of investing in this program, I think it is immense. So yeah, I think incredible faculty, uh, amazing opportunities to learn in terms of contests, in terms of Blackstone launch, uh, you know Blackstone Launchpad. Mm-hmm. Um, I think. Um, also, one of the things that we did not talk about, Vish, in our uh, conversation uh, is um, the, the big event that happens in Buffalo, right? No, 43 North. Yeah, 43 North. Right. Because I think that is also one of the most amazing experiences. And you can right. just 
we could just see it because we were here in Buffalo, right? And it right. gives you, it's it's like a a zone wherein you start to think, you know, and live out of your comfort zone. So I think right. those were a few things, and I think, of course, you know, leader for, um, so everything, you know, so that Excel that I made, it gave you the the maximum mm-hmm. number. It was always green on all parameters, and that's how that's why you made. Highly scientific way of uh, of of coming to uh, you know of of making a choice. Um, just uh, a quick note on Forty Three North. Forty Three North uh, for our listeners is a local organization that's Buffalo based. Um, it's not associated with UB, but it is an independent organization. It's an independent company that um, has the stated goal of uh, essentially attracting a lot of entrepreneurs and new businesses and new ideas in Buffalo, kind of making it the the Silicon Valley of the east of the com- uh, country. Um, that's the the objective, um, and students get to intern there. Students get get to work with a lot of startups. Um, I know I'm I'm working with uh, one of the startups that won um, 43 North last year uh, for one of my consulting yeah. pro- uh, classes and, and projects. Um, students also get the opportunity to go to the final round and actually see the pitches and see the judges ask questions. And for me personally, that was an extremely motivating uh, thing to do in my very first semester. Um, you actually get extra credit for for the entrepreneurship class in, in the MBA program if you go and attend, if you go and network. So uh, highly encourage that because it's a great way to network with the local uh, business uh, community, but also a great way to find internships for yourself, uh, for, you know, for your summer between Absolutely. first and second year. Um, it's now, like a live shark tank, right? Right. It's it's an actual live event. It's televised. It's on YouTube. And you know, it's a pretty big deal. Um and it's one of the the primary business activities that take place here. So highly encourage uh, people to definitely go to that uh, if they get a chance. Um, now, I know you didn't just attend classes while here because the whole purpose of coming here was this you know big great grand plan of self discovery uh, and journey. You've also had uh, on campus jobs uh, and you've been an active student ambassador. Um, uh, for the student ambassador program, which is a, a highly selective program that only selects about 50 students from the incoming cohort across all uh, uh, graduate programs to be kind of the voice of, of UB, right? Um, what tips do you have for students listening to this podcast uh, on how they can manage their time and work life better? Yeah, so um, I feel that first semester can get a little daunting because, you know, that's how the program is designed. It's mm-hmm. It's designed in a way to get you into a groove. And then from there on, the things become better because you learn to organize yourself and time better. So uh, it's it's a little grinding process initially, but have faith and hold on because mm-hmm. things will fall in place eventually. Um, I also wanted an experience of, you know, being a teaching assistant or a graduate assistant for one of the courses. And I came across an opening on... Uh, you know, campus opening on strategic management. And I, you know, um, applied for it and got interviewed and, you know, got selected. As far as the time is concerned, you pretty much have the whole, you know, calendar in front of you. And these campus gigs that you get, they are pretty flexible, you know, apart from the recitation classes that you're taking, Mm -hmm. grading and all, pretty much you do on your own time, whatever works for you, weekends or early mornings or late night, whatever, you know, uh, suits you the most. Um, but, you know, I think, you know, it, it's not very daunting. If you want to do it, it, it would not take a lot of time. Mm-hmm. But you also learn a lot of things, right? You know, 
So from my teaching uh, assistant experience, I learned that American education system is vastly different from that of Indian. Mm-hmm. And, you know, each has its own merits, demerits, uh, and I'm, I don't even want to get into it. But I think the most beautiful part is that you start thinking in those terms. You start respecting, first of all, you start identifying differences and you start respecting different ideologies, right? And I think mm-hmm. that is very, very important. Also, the the course that I was supporting, it was an incredible course. Like, I think it is, I would have myself been, you know, if I had an opportunity in my undergrad, I would have taken that. It's amazing because you have cases and you're pretty much learning what's happening right now in the industry. Mm-hmm. So it is, you are a part of it. You're yeah. not an outsider sitting on the fence and having a look at the game. No, you're pretty much in it. And um, yeah, so I think that you manage your time well. Um, I got an internship uh, in the summer to work for one of the firms at and I was uh, working in the product strategy team. Mm-hmm. And that continued in the second semester too, like the following semester. Mm-hmm. So I, uh, you know, did not um, have a campus job that semester. But right now, again, I am, uh, you know, the teaching assistant for PNBA classes, mm-hmm. uh, technology and innovation. Yeah. Yeah. Um, so it is I, interesting. It, it is interesting and it, it can get a little difficult, especially the first semester. Um, it, professors usually advise uh, students not to have on-campus jobs um, yes. the first semester because you're just getting bombarded with so much work uh, but it's not impossible and uh, you know you're an MBA student so it's expected that you're going to manage your moods you're going to manage your time um, and manage yourself it, it there are tremendous resources available especially if you have uh, good friends if you invest in in developing close relationships you're always going to have a support system around you um, it's tough but it's not an impossible program um, and we are both uh, attestations yeah. about that no process of becoming gold which is easier right? right so i don't so i don't know how to translate this in english better but in hindi uh you know it's it means that the more the rigorous the process of purification is the better quality of gold you become mm-hmm. right mm-hmm. so don't shy away from the process Right. Yeah. Uh, that's uh, again a beautiful way of looking at it right um so <laughs> we could we could you know keep talking about your experience and and uh, all the achievements and accolades for forever but uh, i do need to bring this uh, conversation to an end so let me ask you finally right um what advice would you have for our listeners who are thinking about applying to ub's full time mba program so i think first of all you are thinking of doing an mba in itself is something which is amazing which means that you already are invested in making yourself better uh, and kudos to you. Take some time, write down what are your priorities uh, long-term in terms of your career, also your personal life. And what are some of the things that you value the most? For you, is it about a brand? Is it about a particular subject? Is it about a faculty? Is it about an additional program like leader course that matters to you? Or is it is it that you're looking for a program wherein you can get you know, settled uh, in, a, in a local you know, Western New York community. So what are some of the things that matter the most to you? And what are some of the things that will aid you in, you know, in in the long term for your career? Make a grid out of it. Mm -hmm. And 
also leave some space for emotional reasons because you know scientific ways of calculating things or arriving at decisions does not mean that you leave the weightage out of emotional or psychological reasons so have yeah. them baked in as well give yeah. them proper weightage too and see for yourself what you know works the most i would be more than happy to welcome you at ub if you are someone who's uh, who has the the tenacity the grit the resilience and who has the intent of getting into the process giving your best mm-hmm. trust me when i say this you will have the support system the best support system that any school can give you you will get at ub starting from all the professors to peers to system to the to the crc team who will help you you know fine tune your resume and get opportunities so there is a lot that the school has to offer uh, but again we are a very warm close knit kind of a group mm-hmm. and we welcome people and it's a buffalo culture right you have to be warm and welcoming so we we pretty much welcome you aboard uh, and if you're up for it uh, reach out to us and we'll be more than happy to assist you great uh nazia thank you so much for taking the time to speak with us today and sharing your experiences there's a lot of gems in our conversation that i i'm i'm sure uh would benefit a lot of our listeners um if anyone wants to follow your journey professionally um where can they find you linkedin so i am on insta but i'm not like very very active um i'm pretty passive <laughs> so i think linkedin is the best uh platform and my name is nazia the same and you know my email address for linkedin is um, nsdia.t t as in tennessee a s l w m at gmail so you can find us for linkedin great uh, thank you thank you so much vish for having me you were an incredible friend an incredible pair and i don't think there could have been anyone better to have this conversation with you're always amazing thank you so I'm much i'm grateful and I'm, i'm also grateful that we were finally able to do this so thank you for taking the time pleasure thank you thank you for listening to manageable podcast produced by the office of strategic marketing and enrollment management university at buffalo for more information on our programs and offerings visit management.buffalo.edu If you would like to be featured on the podcast or you would like to share comments and suggestions please write to us at gopalak2@buffalo.edu that's g o p a l a k2 @buffalo.edu thank you and we will see you in the next one